Welcome. This is Until All Have Heard, the podcast from the Far East Broadcasting Company. I'm Wayne Shepard here with Ed Cannon, who is president of FEBC. Ed, this will be our last podcast of the year, 2021. I'm looking back over the year, and I'm just very grateful for all the new listeners who have joined us. I'm very glad as well. I'm also very glad that perhaps next year we won't be using the term COVID, and we won't (laughs) be talking about it, but rather we'll be focusing on the opportunities that God has given us through Mm -hmm. the FEBC to see what he's doing in very, very faraway places, the way the gospel is continuing to transform lives in very powerful ways. In ways, in situations that we don't get the opportunity yeah. to see here in the United States. Right. And Wayne, you know, you and I have had the opportunity to see what the gospel's doing in really dark places, mm-hmm. how it's transformed people's lives. You were pointing me just a little earlier, Wayne, to Second Corinthians chapter 5. Can I read a few verses? Please do, yeah. Starting in verse 16. So from now on, we regard no one from a worldly point of view, though we once regarded Christ in this way. We do so no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. The old has gone, the new has come. All of this is from God, who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. Wayne, I have to tell you, some of the people that I have seen so radically transformed at the gospel of Christ Mm -hmm. where we have served around the world— are the kind of stories we just don't really get the opportunity to hear in the United States. Right. They always inspire me whenever I uh, bump into them in, in their country or here if they get to come here. But it's just so exciting to see a life transformed like that. And they have every reason, worldly reason, mm-hmm. to be bitter, mm-hmm. to be unforgiving. Mm-hmm. And yet, no, the gospel changes them. Mm-hmm. Our Russian ministry director took me to a visit in Kyrgyzstan. We weren't in the main capital of Kyrgyzstan, which is Bishkek. We were out in a remote village, Issakul, it was called, and there was a it's primarily a Muslim background country, and there was a couple there that had invited us into their home for lunch. It was the most pleasant experience. They were so joyful, so filled with hope, so filled with Jesus Christ, welcoming. They served us the food, explained what it's from, the traditional Kyrgyz food, and it was absolutely delicious. Um But then they told us a little bit about their background. And here's this man that I just, he never stopped smiling for a moment, filled with the joy of Jesus Christ, really like the kind of guy you'd say, I'd love to have this guy as my best friend. He started telling me his testimony. He says, five years ago, um, I was pretty much a radical Muslim. My job was stealing automobiles and selling used parts. And he said, there were many times in that business where, well, We were threatening people, and we were pretty bad guys. He said, there were many times that I faced death, and I threatened death to other people. So this is just a bad guy. Mm -hmm. His wife then butted in, and she said, well, you know, at that time in his life, I had become a Christian by listening to the radio. And he caught me one Sunday going to a small gathering of Christians. Mm -hmm. It was sort of a house church. But he said to her, if I ever catch you again going to that Christian gathering, I'll kill you. Mm. So based on his background, she believed yeah. that story. This is, yeah. this is for real. He'll do it. So she's living in absolute fear constantly. One day, that man had a dream about Jesus. Oh. His dream was 
you know, what are you doing with your life? Listen to your wife. She's got the message of hope. So he he believed through the dream in Jesus. And I used to be skeptical about that story. I hear those reports all the time. Yes. But here's why I believe this story so much. He immediately quit his job because he realized that that was dishonest. It wasn't following Christ. He started reading the Bible, and he actually signed up for an online Bible seminary in the Russian language. Wow. Now, his wife didn't believe him. She thought, wow, he's just doing this to fool me. So I'll, he'll think that I believe he's a Christian, and then I'll tell him I'm a Christian, and things could go south. So she didn't say anything for a very long time. It took a year of him taking these online Bible courses, studying the Bible, trying to find honest work that really, she said, this is a different man. His life has changed. I got the courage up through prayer to say, I'm a Christian. And when she did, she said he, there were tears of joy in his face. He said, thank God, I am so sorry for the way I've treated you before. I'm so grateful that now we together can serve Christ. Today, that man helps FEBC broadcasts in Kyrgyzstan with Bible teaching programs. I asked him, I said, aren't you a little bit afraid that people in this community know you? Right. They know your background. Your former associates might come after you in some way. Not only associates, but the people who believe that if you transition from a Muslim faith to a Christian faith, they'll be angry with you. And we were talking through a translator, and I could see this as I was asking him this very serious question. His forehead was a bit wrinkled up, and he was really thinking. And then all of a sudden, when the translator explained to him what my question was, he had this great smile on his face of joy. And he says, oh, you mean persecution? In the seminary, they taught me that if you are a true disciple, then persecution will come. So bring on the persecution so that I know I'm doing the Lord's work. If any man is in Christ, he's a new creation. We just we just heard that exhibited here. A new creation. Wow. And I mean, not the kind of cre- ch- transition in life that yeah. we see often here in the United States where, yeah. you know, you might just not be a very good follower of the Lord and things get a little bit better. I mean, this man... The old was totally dead, gone, even in his relationship with his wife. And if I could show you the faces of that couple when I sat there in their kitchen eating this delicious Kyrgyz food, the joy that they had, the tears streaming down their cheeks, the affection that they showed us because we're followers of Christ, the hugs that we received, the love that we received— the appreciation that we receive from them for allowing them to proclaim their faith on the radio station. Unbelievable story, Wayne. Yeah. Only God. If we had days of this podcast, we could continue (laughs) telling you stories like this from Indonesia, from Pakistan, from Japan, from China, on and on and on, Wayne. Well, I'm going to ask you to tell another one of those stories here. We have time. Let's let's do another one. Let's, Let's talk about this new creation in Christ and... The, the other part of that passage is uh, reconciliation, ambassadorship. Yeah, we uh, that man changed so dramatically and so radically is now representing Christ to other people. Yeah. There's a man. There's a story I'd like to tell you out of Pakistan. Okay. So Pakistan is 99 percent Muslim and some very fundamental Muslims there. Very difficult place for us to do ministry. Uh, the radio stations won't allow evangelical material, so it's coming in through shortwave and some other sort of 
uh, discreet methods of communication via social media. And we got a letter from a man one day. And interestingly, in Pakistan, the letters come not just as a handwritten uh, note on a piece of paper. They spend hours decorating the paper with beautiful colored like embroidery and ink and studded diamond things on the paper. I mean, it's a work of art when they mail this in, which is cultural. And um, but it expresses how much they mean what they're putting in writing. It's not just taking five minutes to write you a note. It's demonstrating. I'm serious about this. I want you to see how important this is to me. Man wrote a testimony to us and, you know, he had listened on the radio. He'd become a believer in Christ Uh, He wanted to tell somebody. He was grateful. And so our staff reached out to this particular man. Can we meet you? You're in a city where we are. We can find you. So they gathered together and they spoke. And we have a recorded video of him telling this testimony. He said, you know, I used to have a a sort of a modest faith in um, Allah and my Muslim faith was I wasn't a good Muslim. But now, he says, I've heard the truth of Jesus Christ. It transformed my thinking in a way that I never thought about before. Your God is a loving God. He's a forgiving God. I was a bad guy. I needed forgiveness more than I needed uh, adherence to the Muslim rules and regulations. That's what allowed him to become a Christian. Now, here's where the life change comes. In that country, it's legal to fire someone from your job if you're a Christian. If you're a Christian, I have the legal right to say you're dismissed. So he form of persecution. So he lost his job. And when he went home and told his wife he lost his job, his wife said, who's going to pay for our living expenses? He said, well, I'll figure something out. But no, she wouldn't accept that answer. She kicked him out of the house. He couldn't come there anymore. His children disowned him. So he had no job. He had no wife, no children. And no home. He couldn't live in the home that he had worked for and provided for them. And so he came to FEBC saying, is there, is there something that I can do in your studio? I'm, I'm looking for work. And they're, well, well, we don't really have anything like that. And he says, that's okay, because you've already given me the best possible gift. I couldn't be happier man on this planet than I am right now because I have Jesus It's so important to me. He lost his job, his house, his wife, his children, everything he had, he lost. But he was the happiest man on the planet. Think about that. If we here in America could value the treasure that the gospel has given us in such a way as to say, it's way more important than everything I have on this planet. Well, that's why I feel sharing these stories, Wayne, are a blessing to our listeners because we as Americans sometimes take for granted yes, we do. this incredible gift and value other things. My old pastor used to always tell me, Wayne, he said, I can tell the value of your uh, faith in Christ by looking at your calendar and your checkbook. Mm-hmm. What do you spend your money on? What do you spend your time on? I, I suspect we could learn a lot from this man. I'm sure he's spending all of his time now thanking God for the provision of salvation through Jesus Christ. It's amazing. And and again, it's only God. You know, our message on the radio is God's message. It's not our message. It's not something we've made up. We, We couldn't make up something that would change a life like that. That only has to be the Lord speaking through our staff and the programs that we put out there. 
And that's why I'm so grateful for a humble and committed staff around the world, Wayne. These people who put those broadcasts on the air, sometimes at the risk of their own safety. Yeah, and let me say this. Uh, many of those broadcasters are young in the Lord, but they've matured very quickly, haven't they? Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah. You made the point that it's not our message, it's God's message. These humble, dedicated servants, um, they want no attention. They want absolute nothing. As a matter of fact, they don't even desire for their lives to be easy as they do this. I've heard many times, Wayne, our staff saying things like this, please don't pray that the persecution ends. Yes. Pray that the persecution brings souls to Christ in faith. Yeah. That's their goal. That's what we heard from the Pakistan man uh, who get, who lost everything but have Christ. That's what we heard from the man who used to threaten his wife with death because she was going to a church. God changes everything. These are stories of new creations in life thanks to the gospel of Jesus Christ. We sing, just give me Jesus, but they're living it, aren't they? Mm, mm. Someday we'll have to tell more stories, Wayne. Okay. We could spend right. a lot of time. Okay. We won't wait another year before we do that. But I do hope that us telling these stories is a, is a blessing to you to think about how much we value and how much we need to value yeah. the gospel of Jesus Christ. Yeah. Thank you for your partnership. Those of you who are listening to us right now, you're listening because you've chosen to listen to a podcast report of what God's doing through FEBC. You just didn't happen to this. You chose to listen to this. So thank you for that. And it tells me that you're interested in what God is doing through the Far East Broadcasting Company. If you'd like to learn even more, of course, we'd love for you to subscribe to this podcast and leave a review at Apple Podcasts at Google Play and other places where they allow that. That attracts new listeners. And we invite you to our website, febc.org. One of the things, Ed, that is on that website that churches can get involved in is the Unreached and Focused Prayer Guide. This is a way to, to get churches praying for the unreached. It's an opportunity for you to go deeper into one country, what it's like to be a Christian in these countries, what the faith of the people in that country is, what is the government rules and regulations about Christianity or the local faith and how those things intermingle, and testimonies from people who live in the countries, testimonies of people who have come out of uh, dark places, um, false faiths into belief in Jesus Christ and how the gospel has changed their lives. Well, we will see you in the new year. Happy New Year to you, Wayne. Let's pray that next year is a fruitful year for the gospel of Christ and one that's maybe a little bit less focused on diseases on this planet. For more, go to our website, febc.org. With thanks to our producer, Joe Carlson, I'm Wayne Shepherd with Ed Cannon. You've been listening to Until All Have Heard, a production of the Far East Broadcasting Company.